You're listening to ORN with Austin and Ashley. Last episode, we were talking about, you know, you hijacking my vacation. Right. And, and um, you know, inserting yourself in there uh, for Star Wars, I mean, Galaxy's Edge for Disney World, right? Right. Well, apparently there's been some new information that has been released about Disney World that will apply to the first month that the uh, park is open. Mm-hmm. And it's not very good, in my opinion. Okay. This seems to be Disney's way of of keeping keeping a limit on how many people can be in Star Wars Galaxy's Edge at any given moment. Right. It's like crowd control, basically. Yeah, crowd control. So a guy named Aaron Goins uh, on Twitter, mm-hmm. and I don't know who he is, but apparently he called uh, Disney's uh, customer service line because he was... From from what I can gather, looking at the backstory, he was planning a trip to Disney World that next day for some business stuff. And uh, while he was on the phone with customer service, he was just asking about Star Wars Celebration. And there were some revealing things about uh, Galaxy's Edge. The first being, being that uh, the only way to get in the first month that, that it's open in Disneyland. Now, I don't know. This doesn't apply to Disney World. Because, you know, Disney World opens later in August. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and I don't know if the same rules will apply to it then when it does open. But the first month from May 31st to June 23rd that it opens in Disneyland. Right. The only way to get into Star Wars Galaxy's Edge is if you get a reservation at one of the Disneyland resorts. Like you're staying in one of the Disneyland resorts. Okay. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, that I mean, but I get it. I'm just trying to think. I wonder if you could. I'm just wondering if it's only going to be the resorts, or if you want. I wonder if it'll also be some of those uh, companion kiosks. You know, you see that they're kind of around the area. Yeah. I I don't know. I doubt yeah. it. I doubt it though, because I feel like that that's going to be too too easy. Like they, it's going to have to yeah. be a little exclusive, so they probably won't. It'll probably just be the. The main resorts. Yep. And not which, only that, not only that, dude, uh, the re- the designation, the designated reservation that you have, mm-hmm. if you have it for one day or you have it for five days, whatever, is only good for one day at Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. So if you're there five days, you can only go to Star Wars Galaxy's Edge once in those five days. Hmm. Yeah, kind of, uh, kind of crazy, it's, isn't it? You know what it sounds like, though. It sounds like it's crowd control, but it also sounds like it's beta testing. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm talking about? That's what it sounds like. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe we don't want to be there yet. Yeah, it does. It does. Because they, try, you know, because if there's any freak accidents, they got to keep it to a minimum. You know, got to, <laughs> you got to keep it down. <laughs> We didn't mean for the first order stormtroopers to shoot your son, ma'am. Yeah, <laughs> we got to do a better vetting process. We got better background checks. Yeah, but not only that. Not not only do you only get one day, but it gets worse. There's a time limit on how long you can stay there during that one day. What do you mean? The there you you were you were given X number of hours to stay in the park. At Galaxy's Edge. Wow. So you get one day and you may only get four hours in that whole day. That's the thing that it didn't say the actual time limit. 
It just says that it's li- it, you get a limited amount of time in the park. How would they control that though? That's what's weird. Unless you know, I hadn't been. I haven't been to Disney World in a few years, so I don't know. Is everybody getting the little magic bands or whatever around their? Yeah, well, I mean, wrist? but still though, you're still going to have. I mean, yeah, they. Like, I don't know if everybody does. I know I did when we went. That was just part of our thing when we did yeah. the resort. Yeah, but um. But Maybe yeah, I mean, I just feel like even if you do it, if you control it through the wristbands, which I, I'm assuming that's probably what they're going to do, you're still going to have people like just constantly trying to get in, trying to barrel their way in. And, and, and of course, the wristband won't work and then they'll halt traffic, you know, because they're going to probably show out and, yeah. you know, trying to pitch, you know, pitch a fit to stay in. But it's like, how, how are they going to, you know, how are Maybe. they going to control that? Maybe. Maybe the wristbands like you know turn red and start flashing like the you know, <laughs> Death Star, like the, like the laser, yeah, yeah, like the laser, um, the what do, what do you call it, laser tag things? Yeah. The, your vest starts going off. <laughs> You're like, oh, oh, go see, go see a, go see an attendant. And the the he goes on to tweet even more that they're not sure about the Millennium Falcon ride as far as how long the queue lines and stuff are for that ride. Uh And that you're not guaranteed to get on that ride in your time. God. Yeah. See, that's why I'm I'm just not going, I'm not going. So let's just say, you know, they only give each person five hours in the park and the ride to ride the Millennium Falcon is like six hours. So you waste your whole time in line only to not even be able to ride the ride. They kick you out from the line. That's crazy. Now, it, see, there's there's got to be a fix for that. There's no way that's that's feasible. That's stupid. That's now ridiculous. keep in mind, keep in mind, this is only for the first month, right? But see, they're also if they're doing that kind of crowd control too, though they've, they've there's got to be contingency plans in place for that, like so that there won't be long lines for these rides. You will be able to ride the falcon is a i mean they're only going to have what two rides one of them's not even going to be open it's just going to be the falcon right yeah but you got all the restaurants and the stores and just the i imagine there's going to be a lot of wandering around in awe of what you're seeing that's just going to be weird that they're going to open that up and not even have both rides act you know active that's that's weird but you know if you listen to that group of of journalists that got a sneak peek at it the other uh-huh, day. Uh-huh. It's like, as soon as you cross over into Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, it's like a you're you're in the Star Wars galaxy. No, no, for sure. No, I mean, I yeah. cannot wait. But I mean, I'm I'm just saying it's going to be a bummer because you want to have the full experience. And so you get there and you're, oh, oh. And then, you know, maybe you get on the Falcon first and then it's, oh, yeah. you know, because then when you get, you get off, you go to the next ride and it's not even going to be open. So it's like, oh, man, I guess I have to come back, which I guess is an incentive to come back. Yeah. Yeah. But I would, I don't know. I just. And maybe that's why they're doing that. <laughs> maybe yeah. that's why they're slowing. They slowed down on that one. I don't know, but but uh, you know, I you know, I, I just feel like it. To, for me, it would be I would have a great time. But in the back of my head, there's going to be that little part of me that's going to be you know like, oh, I wish that other ride was open. Like, why they have to tease us like that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, really. You know, but and and then he goes on to say that. You know, all all the restaurants should be open. All the stores should be open, mm-hmm. with the exception of the little build your own lightsaber oh, okay. thing that first month. They they weren't sure about that one. Uh, and the last thing he mentions was was about character photo opportunities, and the customer service agent didn't know if. They were even going to have that in the land in the Star Wars Galaxy's Edge place. In Galaxy's Edge, are they just? I wonder what characters they're going to have walking around. Well, did you see some of the costumes? No, all, all I know is there'll be stormtroopers, and I think you'll see Kylo Ren pop up and stuff like that. But I don't maybe, know. maybe. But from what I've seen, it's like so black. Batu is kind of divided between the First Order and the Resistance. Mm-hmm. They're like on opposite sides of the base or, right. or the, the land or whatever. Mm-hmm. So in certain areas, you're going to have a heavy First Order um, group of people. And then the other side, you'll have the Resistance. And uh, if you look at some of the costumes that, that were shown off the other day, 
first order uh, officers will be walking around first order stormtroopers uh on the on the first order side on the resistance side you have very resistancey looking people walking around helping you out you know or, or not even just not even helping you out they're just part of the experience right they 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 come up to you and talk to you and like you know tell you something like you know uh Hey, do you know this Kylo Ren, you know, fella or, or something crazy or stormtroopers will come up to you, question you like, why are you here? You know, cr- crazy stuff like that. Just to immerse you in, See, in the, that would be awesome too. You, you turn a corner or you, you know, you go through cause you know, like all the parks, there's, there's like, it's all divided up. There's a little section. So yeah, you walk into one part of it, you just turn a corner and it's all of a sudden like, yeah, stormtroopers like, you know, like halt citizen, you know, what are you, know, what are you doing here? And it's a restricted area or something like that, you know, or move along. That would just be so cool. Like if they're whole, I just, you don't, I bet they're not, are they going to be able to hold blasters? You think? Yeah, I'm sure. I'm just, but you know, yeah, yeah, they were holding blasters. Okay. That's cool. I'm just saying, you know how like it gets, you know, you can't point them at people and stuff because, even though yeah. I'm like, it's a fake blaster, but yeah. <laughs> like I would want them to really point them at me. I want to, I want to be fully immersive. I'm like, put that in my face. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but you know, I get it now. I, I'm starting to see the bigger picture here. They're, I think they are doing this for the first month so they can get their act together. It's like you said, beta testing. Beta testing. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, they're beta testing. Yeah, and it's just, just one month. That's why I'm yeah. like, man, listen, it's four weeks. I ain't, <laughs> I ain't got to be there. <laughs> I ain't got to be there that bad. Yep, work out the kinks for me when I get there. So when I get there, it's perfect, you know. But yeah, I'm, I'm totally psyched about Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. That news sort of made me ill a little bit until until you said beta test. And I was like, and, and, and as we talked this out, I'm like, huh, that does make sense. That's That's what they're doing. They're beta testing this so that all their, their uh, actors and whatever know what to do in any given situation, you know, with, with live people. So that makes sense. You are correct, Austin. Thank you for pointing that out to me. Ding. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So what'd you think about, uh, the first part of the season finale for star Wars resistance? I mean, it's heating up. It is no escape part one. And so basically, um, what's her, Oh God, what's her name? Well, I mean, she, we're pretty much, she's pretty much a villain at this point. Right? Tam. Yeah, Tam. Yeah, I think so. Okay. I think, I think she's turning. She's turning to the dark side. The dark side. Um, but you, somebody posted on, on Twitter a side by side shot of General Hux in Resistance and in The Force Awakens and timed it so the, so the audio is the same, mm-hmm. you know, of mm-hmm. course he had to cut out some scenes of resistance to play the full track for the force awakens. Right. But he show he shows it side by side. And then when there's no resistance footage, he just makes it, you know, the screen fill up with just the force awakens movie. Mm-hmm. And then, and it's like a three minute clip, but it is so, it's so cool. And it shows you j- the, uh, the, the what's what's the word I'm looking for? The not aggressiveness, but the and not hurried, but the sense of urgency. Right, I got you. In yeah, in in that whole scene, and just the feeling of dread, especially for Kaz, as he says, sees his home planet, all his family, everything destroyed. And right you know, that's a the- you know, and and what's funny is you think it, or not funny, but you know that was a. To me, that was a huge moment for this show. Like, I bet, I mean, and I'm hoping it's a game changer. Like, I really hope that the the show kind of makes an adjustment for that. Like, that's a big deal that the movie didn't even focus on. The fact that, that, you know, that was a system that was destroyed, just like Alderaan. It was destroyed. I mean, all of them people are dead. And so he lost his entire family. And, and you know, I think that part, that's part of what this, the, the animation is doing is trying to point that out that, Hey, this is a big deal. Right. You know, and, and that's that, good because sometimes, and that's the thing is sometimes in movies you can't 
Like you can't always stop and smell the roses, right? You can't always stop and take a breather or explain things when you're trying to make, especially in, and, I, and I've, I've had to say this in defense of JJ Abrams. He, the dude knows how to make a blockbuster and he knows how to make a fast paced movie. And so sometimes things like certain details may get left by the wayside. Mm-hmm. So yeah, like Hosni, you know, Hosni and Prime, that whole system just being destroyed. To me, it felt like it didn't have as much of a weight as it could have in the movie. But that's just yeah. because things are just moving at such a fast pace. So yeah. it's like, I like the fact that Star Wars is finally utilizing the, their, you know, the use of the different media, the different layers of media to really tell the story, you know, and, and I really hope that they kind of do that with this show because, uh, or at least, you know, maybe even in this next movie, Abrams is going to touch back on that more, you know, and make it a, a bigger theme than we, we originally would have thought of. Yeah. Because, you know, the second movie was such a, it was more of like a reaction to the first movie. Yeah. You could almost say it played like a mini, like it was a in-between episode. It was, because ha- we, we weren't used to things happening so so quickly like that yeah. in Star Wars. You know, there was usually some gaps in time. So, so yeah, I, um, I really hope that they, that at least with this show, I hope it really be, becomes something and I guess maybe, maybe a driving force in the show, sort of like how, um, Lothal was for Rebels, you know? Yeah. And especially with the reveal that this thing, the, the platform has a hyperdrive. Yeah. You know, you don't have to stay on, I don't even know the name of the planet they're on, to be honest. Um, but you don't have to stay in that location. So if it's, I, I kind of got the feeling that this Sunday's the actual final, final episode for season one, mm-hmm. which is no escape part two. I think they somehow kick the first order off the platform, go to hyperspace and either one meet up with the resistance or two find a, you know, a safe place to, house the 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 platform for a little while. Well, I wonder if they're going to they're going to turn it into a rescue operation where they they go and start like if they're like if there's any like refugees from Hosnian Prime or something I wonder if they'll like start picking out like picking up refugees and trying to relocate them and or doing something. But like you said it's probably going to be just focused on like cuz it's called resistance. So they're probably going to it's just it's just going to be directly like them doing probably missions for the resistance and being able to bounce from system to system now that they and it's the Colossus, right? That's what it's called. Yeah, on? the Colossus. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. They um yeah, they'll they'll use that as kind of the cat, like the Millennium Falcon, I guess, or whatever. Yeah, but but you wonder why didn't why didn't the the Colossus respond to Leia's help message in the Last Jedi? That's that's going to be mm. a question. That, that is a good question. That's going to have to be answered unless good. they're on some super secret mission. But. If you look, I mean, the the Last Jedi takes place what maybe a couple of days at the most hmm. from the end of the Force. Maybe Awakens? a day. I mean, really, it's yeah, like it's supposed day. to be very, very soon. There may yeah. have been time for them. Like I, I feel like I, I look at it this way: I would at least give it a day because they had to have time for that memorial that was never shot or never released. The you know Han Solo's memorial. Yep. So you have that. And then plus, apparently, there's a lot of footage that that Abrams filmed of of Leia that didn't get used. So it's just, I just feel like there's probably at least just a day. But it there's, you know, with with Ryan Johnson, I mean, he jumped right back into it right at the end yeah. of it. So and so, I'm thinking that the Last Jedi itself only took at the most two or three days in you know in the timeline, right? Yeah, pretty much. Or I mean, there's a night scene yeah. on, on Octu with. I'm Luke trying to think of the novel because the novel kind of gives you more of a time. Yeah, and if you, I, I'm sure you probably remember it as good as I do. <laughs> I need to reread it. Yeah, which is not very well. No, I just remember it being very, very good. I mean, I, I I do remember the deleted scenes that they added back yeah. into it and stuff. It was a oh man, it was leaps and bounds better than the first book. But but yeah, I need to um. So need to go back and reread it. So maybe the clue is when. Leia tells Kaz, you know, 
you're on your own. You are the resistance. You're part of the resistance now. Mm-hmm. Maybe they are, you know, just haven't met up with Leia and them yet because of, you know, them not having to flee uh, the pl- the planet that they were on. Right. As the First Order comes bombing down on top of them. Right. Uh, hmm. So it'll be interesting to see where Resistance picks up with Season 2. With because I you know, I kind of got a feeling yeah this is going to be about the Colossus they should have called it Star Wars Colossus <laughs> because uh, I, I've got this sneaking suspicion that maybe they will it, maybe this next episode they'll rename it the Resistance or something <laughs> something corny yeah who knows the SS Hope yeah but uh, speaking of Star Wars Resistance you know what's coming up here in a month well. I think there's Easter's. We have uh, <laughs> we have yeah, we, we have know Irish Day, the old uh, Patty Four Leaves. Is that what they call it? <coughs> I like your I like your DJ your Stormtrooper DJ headset. By the way, oh, you do? Yeah, I do. It's really cool. So you can still hear me, huh? Yeah, makes me jealous. I- I tried to mute the uh, mute the cough, but you probably heard the cough too, didn't you? I don't think so. I, I, I may have even been talking over it. Uh, okay, good, good. We'll just leave that in there. Yeah, we'll just podcasting magic, no is, editing required. I mean, whenever you whenever you goof up or you know screw up, I'm just going to talk over you. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it happens a lot. <laughs> but yeah, but no, I mean like. I think that's about it. Or is there? Do you are, are you aware of something else happening? Well, yeah. There's this little thing happening in Chicago. In Chicago. In Chicago, little thing called uh, Star Wars Celebration Chicago. They should just call it like Celebration Deep Dish Style or something like that. <laughs> that's that's the nickname for it. Yes. Yeah. Operation <laughs> Deep Dish. <laughs> oh, Operation Deep Dish. Um. And so, speaking of. Res- Resistance and Star Wars Celebration, there's been three animation panels announced for Star Wars Celebration. And I can't wait to hear about Clone Wars. Uh, I'm hoping they're on YouTube. I mean, stream live from YouTube. Listen, man, we learned our lesson. We'll we'll be better this time. Like, we'll we'll actually be able to enjoy it. Well, it's going to, well, it starts on Friday. So, I mean, I, well, I guess I won't be able to watch it at work. Actually, Whoops. it starts on a Thursday, doesn't it? Does it? Maybe a Thursday. It's a crap. The, yeah, this this year's celebration is five days. Mm. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Yep, five days. But they'll it's have it. Weird. I mean, you could watch it. Like, you could rewatch it throughout the day. But, man, I'm telling you, I've I've got to, like, I'm going to be on a break in the break room <laughs> to watch the, the episode nine stuff for sure. Yep. Oh, yeah. You're getting you're getting way ahead of me. You're getting, you're getting way ahead of me, Austin. <laughs> I wouldn't even finish talking about the animation panels. I can't wait for them animation panels, the Clone Wars panel oh, for sure. Gosh, it, I don't even know which ones they were now. Like maybe Clone Wars and Resistance and They need to have a thirdly. Legends panel and they talk about droids and Ewoks. Uh boom. Uh, you know what? I was I was wondering the other day, why can't they get some of those actors from the Ewok movies? To to come in, sign auto, you know, sign eight by tens and they stuff. They probably like all died. Where's that no, girl? No, 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 no. Is Wilford Brimley dead? No, Will Wilford Brimley's not dead. But I mean, I'm sure that if you asked him about that, you know, Ewok movie, he probably would barely remember it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying, he probably just you know back then to him it was just insignificant. Oh, something for my grandkids. <laughs> Cream of wheat. <laughs> yeah. Oh gosh, that that's a joke that you know. I'm sorry, most people won't get, but he was a most big, youngsters. Yeah, I remember those commercials. Yeah, he was a big cream of wheat spokesman for a long time. He was just a spokesman. He just loves that. He just loves it. Yeah, he does. He does. But I would love to see that. That yeah. would be cool. And Cinda, uh, I would just love to see Cinda be brought in somehow. Yeah, yeah. That would I feel be like cool. somebody made a mention of her, like. There could be some tie to her in something, but I never explored it further because sometimes I just don't care to go down those holes, those what ifs, you know? Yeah, I understand. Um, so 
not only were were those announced, but the biggie an- announcement was the episode nine panel. Yay! Ooh. Which is slated for what? Friday, April twelfth, on the celebration stage. Did they say did they say what time? No, they didn't say what time. Uh, I'm trying to remember what last year was like. I mean, Orlando wasn't it? It was around lunch, maybe. Yeah, I want to say it was somewhere around there. Yeah, about eleven o'clock ish Eastern or twelve o'clock Eastern, and it's usually like a hour to hour and a half panel mm-hmm. close to two hours so um the trailer will probably drop around one thirty. i would imagine if and that we're getting ahead of ourselves that's if look at me with quotes if they actually show the trailer which we all know they're going to show the trailer yeah, it's just the, it, the question was, will they show it before celebration? But it doesn't look like they are. No. And you know what? You know, as much as I want it, good. You mm-hmm. know, good. They're not even giving up the name, the title. I don't think, I think the title will be revealed, you know, maybe, maybe at the beginning of the panel. Or maybe they wait to the trailer, you know, because that's the last thing that comes up anyway. Usually in the trailers is, you know, Star Wars. Episode nine. We hope that, we get you know it right. that would actually be really awesome if they could if they could hold on to that kind of secret and hang on to it for a while. You know, like really hang on to it until until you see the trailer drop. That that would be really awesome. Oh, I thought you meant to after the trailer, like hold off until like closer to the release of the film. Oh no no, I mean like just the trailer. Like you don't yeah. you don't know the title until the trailer drops. Yeah, that I would actually think be pretty will. cool. I th- I think that they will, um, unless they do something like they did last year. So the other day, I went back and I looked at the Last Jedi panel mm-hmm. for Star Wars Celebration Orlando, and it's really eye opening to go back and watch that again. You really need to go back and watch it. Um, you see Ryan Johnson thanking all the fans and, and all the fans supporting Ryan Johnson and cheering for him. You know, he handed out pizza and all that. And then now after the movie comes out, you, you look back and it's like raising pitchforks and setting fire and. Oh, he's horrible. You know, he's, yeah. And, he's, and calling yeah. for his death. And I mean, it's like, golly, yeah. you know, it, it, it's crazy. And you see another interesting thing is you see a Mark Hamill. Who, um, really wanted to say more than he said. You could almost see him not happy with with it with the direction of the film. You know, yeah. Uh, which is sad. I mean, it's sad to me that he. <sighs> That's why part of me wishes that. I mean, even though like I'm not one of the the people that that you know, that rain on last Jedi. Like, yeah, like I, I understand. I acknowledge that it could have gone differently. Like in yeah. ways I wish that Ryan Johnson had just played the, you know, the fanboy and just like, just gave us nothing but like, you know, Luke fan Skywalker service. fighting. Right. Like just fan yeah. service because they would have been so much easier, man. Like, like then you wouldn't have to deal with this kind of behavior. Mm hmm. But it's like instead he took up like at first he was it was a really optimistic attitude and I loved it I was on board for it and then when it came out and then you start like and people like the movie I mean everybody I watched it we we all enjoyed it and we even dissected it I mean like we had a big like I wasn't even there with them they had went and seen it in Boston and then I'm here like a, like by myself and having this huge like conversation I'm like skyped in with them and just discussing yeah. the movie and how how good the the writing was and how it was just a you know it was just an overall good movie but in regards to star wars fandom in in places it takes more risks so it's like you know god if he had just played fan service and played it safe it just you know it would have just you know he he wouldn't have to be so bold with it but instead it's like first it's optimism and then you get the the lash the the backlash and then he gets really defensive about it and then be, and keeps this and that's one thing i've noticed a lot of these people in in Hollywood, like in the film industry and stuff, they, they get super defensive. Like when, when the haters come out 
And I don't know if that's necessarily a good way to, to approach things. No, it's not. And it too, what, what the haters don't realize is, especially with Twitter, the way it is, the more you hate, the more these creators, these actors, these, these, uh, the celebrities, the more they pull back. It's like you have pretty much open access to ask these people anything you want. Mm-hmm. And, and what you ask them, I mean, you don't even ask them anything. You just criticize them and, and ridicule them. Right. Because they didn't deliver what you wanted. Yeah. Oh, you can do it better. Well, then sh- prove it. Give it to yeah. me. Where, where's that? They don't understand, too, is people don't understand that in movies, you ha- there's certain things you have to do, too. Like, in, in it's accessibility and blah, blah. I mean, we could get into that and stuff, too. But it's just like... There's so many factors like people, people will just come up and and you really, you'll talk to people and everybody has their own version of the movie they wanted to see. They're not all going to agree with each other. They just agree that they didn't like what they saw. And that's, that's totally cool. But golly, this whole, this culture now of just raining hellfire on everything that, that, you know, that makes you the least bit irritated it's just silly like move on it's because in the future it's going to be like it was now you know people people go and look at the rocky series and they're like hmm, like like me personally i'm like i like rocky 3 the best you know at the time maybe maybe the haters would it were like you know the snobs were like oh you know he the first two movies were art films and this is just garbage this is trash yeah. There's other people who legitimately like the movies, even four, you know, and so yeah. even five, you know, but I mean, I'm just saying it's just, it, 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 you, it's just this culture now we have the, the social media aspect of it makes it so much worse. Make, I mean, it fans the flames. It gets the, the whole like rage culture just, just bad. I don't, I don't know. That's, that's the downside to it. Yeah. It's, it's, it's fairly irritating to me too. It's fairly irritating to me. But um, anywho, Star Wars Celebration 9 panel. There's going to be guests and surprises. Uh, You could probably, it's a safe bet that, well, we know that J.J. Abrams is going to be there. We don't know who's hosting it. Did they say J.J.'s hosting the panel as well? I don't know. Or, well, I don't know if it says any, I don't know if it says that. Yeah, but you could you could probably guess that Ray, I mean uh, Daisy Ridley will be there. Uh, it's probably a safe bet to say John Boyega will be there. Um, and since this is the last film, Oscar Isaac and uh, oh Adam Driver are probably safe bets as well. I would say. And I would of course, hope. I would and of course, hope Kathleen that the Kennedy will be there. Yeah, Kathleen Kennedy. Well, wow. well, if you go back and look at the Last Jedi, you had Daisy, you had Kathleen Kennedy came out first, and then Ryan Johnson, or they came out together. Then the actors were Daisy Ridley came out, John Boyega came out, uh, God, the girl who plays Rose, uh, Kelly Marie Tran. Yeah, Kelly Marie. She came out, and then Mark Hamill. That was it. Yeah. Uh, um, Oscar. They said. They even made some reference that Oscar Isaac couldn't be there for some some reason. He was off doing something, right? Which he means that dude stays busy. So I I get it for sure. Yeah. But you would think with this being the the creme de la creme, the 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 end of the saga, so to speak. Yeah. That they would. Uh, you know, pull out all the stops for this one. They and they will because it's also going to be in Chicago of all places. So it's going to be, you know, they're just going to draw yeah. bigger, big people for sure. I mean, you know, it's just going to be probably just easier, more accessible, maybe just more familiar to a lot of the guests and things like that. Yeah. So you know, no so we'll see. Yeah, yeah. I we'll just wonder see. what the surprises will be. Um, I don't know that it'll be anything. You know, revealing. I mean, I'm sure the people in attendance will probably get something cool, like you know, 
for the Celebration Orlando, they they got those cool. Those, oh, those Last Jedi last posters. Jedi posters. I, was, I, was, yeah. I looked like such an idiot because I didn't even know that they were just giveaways at the time, and I kept seeing these people with them. And I just stopped someone. I was like, "Hey, do you mind if I ask, like, where where are y'all buying those posters from?" <laughs> and they're like, "Oh no, you had to be at the Last Jedi panel to get this." I'm like, "Oh, <laughs> you had to sleep outside overnight to get yeah, one of these, pal." I'm sorry. <laughs> You're not the cool boy. I'm old. <laughs> yep, I know, I know. I just can't. No, I couldn't do that. That was bad. Me either. But I'll tell you another thing. Of this, there, I heard they announced the um, the they're going to have a panel for the new game. Like I feel like there's going to be a big because they're pushing. It's going to be included in the whole Force Friday thing. Like they're going to be that campaign for that game must be big. Like I, I wonder. I'm guessing there's going to be books. Talking about the Jedi Fallen Order? Yeah, one? Jedi Fallen Order. I don't know if I said that. Jedi Fallen yeah. Order. I bet there's going to be a big campaign. Like, I bet there'll be books, because there's going to be toys, obviously. They said there's going to be toys. Yep. Like, crazy. Comics. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I can't, I can't wait for this game. I, You know, I hadn't... Nobody's seen it. But I feel like it must be... It. It's going to just be like the Force Unleashed, though, is what the way I feel. Like, it's, it feels like I bet it's going to be a repurposed, like, Force Unleashed. I don't know, man. I... I'm not. From, I'm not hating on it. I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I'm just no. saying it feels like it's just going to be familiar ter- territory. I guess is what I'm trying to get at. I don't think so. I think it's going to be a game that is not necessarily open world, but something that will be playable online and that will somehow try to pull money from your pockets. But yeah, and, but I feel like it. it's going to be slapdash too, though, because I feel like it's pretty fast, hmm. right? Unless maybe they they this is like the amalgamation of other projects that were canceled and then maybe cross pollinated or just melded together or something like that. Yeah, because they were you know because they were working on the other like the open world project and like thirteen thirteen and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, and and if you go to their to the official site. Mm-hmm. It is branded as an action adventure game, right? So I, that's, that's so why generic. I'm just like it, yeah. Which which that tells me it's not open world. If anything, it's like playing a like Force Unleashed or like the Uncharted games or something like that. Because that's mm-hmm. kind of like what they were wanting to do with the Uncharted uh, lady or whatever. Um, we'll see. Yeah, I, I guess. But it seems like I read an article with you. Know, you remember EA hired? I think that lady that. That was in charge of Uncharted. Well, that's what I was, that's who I was mentioning. I was like, I'm assuming it must be something maybe in that realm because well, that was who they originally tried to go with. Was that lady? Well, yeah, but the article I read was stating quotes from her saying that un- the Uncharted game is like it's not even possible today. It's unsustainable. Because unsustainable. Ooh, that made me think of a Muse song. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, yeah, I mean, they're saying there's create uh, companies don't want to make games like that anymore because they're they're, they're not revenue drivers, right? I mean, you right. play the game, you play through it for six, eight hours, you're done. But see, I feel like like at the same time, they need to like. There's got to be a way for that to. They they have to adjust that system. They can't they can't just slip to like let's just put out the dumbest games possible that, that make money. I just yeah. feel like that's the wrong approach. I feel like they as due diligence to society, you shouldn't just you shouldn't be like, well, the society just wants dumb things. I'm just going to give them dumb things. Like at least try. Like I feel like they should at least you know like. I, you know, like make like Nintendo. Nintendo makes when they focus, when they do it, they make really quality in-house games like Mario and Zelda and things like that. Like, why can't Star Wars be that way? Like, make some really quality games, like but good here, action adventure games. Here's the trick: Nintendo owns Mario and Zelda, but like, don't EA they have, doesn't own Star Wars. But couldn't, but couldn't Star Wars them just kind of like open their own? Like now that Disney owns them, like why, why aren't they just opening their own game developer? Well, you know they had Lucas Arts. Disney bought, bought them and shut that down. That's what, see that, but that's why, why I don't understand. Like, I mean, I mean, I guess that's the argument is that they shouldn't have done that, but no, instead yeah. they are taking the the money grabbing route, which is throw it to a to somebody who's just gonna get us get us a quick buck. Exactly. And I think that EA, 
has taken the route of we're paying all this money to Lucasfilm mm-hmm. to, for this license, yep. and the stuff that we produce is costing us X number of dollars. We're not seeing the return on the investment when we can put out a game that we own and control and get way more money. Right, but see, here's the, here's the other thing, though. I have a feeling that this game's going to be different. It's going to be more... Like, I mean, it's going to be an action-adventure game. It's going to be the, the unsustainable game that they claim to be. Because look at look at the reaction they have been getting. Like, so far, EA has not been able to get away with, with their crap. Like, they haven't been able to get away with any of it. Like, like the first yeah. game, oh, it's not enough of a game. Second game, this we are not paid. Like, we're not going to do this pay-to-play yeah. crap. Like, no, loot crates, no, we are not doing it. And it and it affected them. So I bet this game is going to be is like Lucas Lucas Art or I mean uh, Lucasfilm getting like getting a game out as an apology to the crowd. Like, I bet it's going to be it's going to be one that's going to at least be like that was a fun game. Like, I, I bet it's just going to be like it was a good, it was like an easy going like. Like I, it was about a, what's your average? Probably about a four thirty or forty hour game. Like oh, I beat it. It's pretty nice. Like, well, that's a good. That's a good game. A forty hour game is a good game, right? That's it's a, it's, it's a like good, a good going. Like it's not super long. It's not it's not super short. I feel like thirty to forty hours, and you you know, and and then of course you'll probably have little side quests you can do that make it branch that out even even longer. But that's, something like Uncharted though is that's a six hour game. Is it six hours? It feels like it takes longer. I mean, if you, you, do, put you don't on, want to sit put it and play on it easy. all the way through. Yeah, if you put it on easy, I'm right. sure you could go through that game in six hours. Probably. I, I could. Yeah. I could. Yeah, I could probably see that. Maybe. I maybe. mean, it's just not a. Un, the Uncharted game is to me is not a forty hour investment. The only way that the Uncharted games lasted longer was because they they did have open world environments within at times because you had to explore a little bit. Yeah, and figure so out the how puzzle. To, yeah. So yeah, even if you put it on easy, it's just the fact that you're having to figure out the puzzles and you know if you're doing it for the first time, then you incorporate all the action sequences where you're having to like you know like yeah. duck and cover you know the, all that you know. I whatever so. that sort of stuff you know it's it just t- adds up so you're in it'll take a sit like you said a six hour game and it'll stretch it into like a 30 hour game but yeah. um but I, yeah i, I feel that. like i, I feel that. like the fallen order it you know even though even if it is a retread of of force awakens i'm sure it'll just you know it'll be better graphics really sm- hopefully really smooth who did the, who is developing it though like ea is having who do it respawn or something like that and what have they done that's a good question. What has respawn? I'm just wondering because I'm, you know, that's, I mean, I guess that's kind of how you can figure out what kind of game you're going to (laughs) get. Um, I, you know, and I, I don't know. Um, apex legends, the next evolution of battle Royale. Does that, have you heard of that one? No, I've never heard of that one. Apex legends, uh, Titanfall, maybe. Titanfall two, and it's cool. Like I guess the some of the people, the some of the co-founders of uh, or some of the creators of the Call of Duty franchise mm-hmm. are involved with this. Okay, yeah, I do know the Titanfall series, so I'm familiar with that one. So did you like that? I never played play it. Oh. I never played them. Okay. I think somebody played. One of my friends probably played it and told me it was pretty good. Like they need to. Uh, that I need to check it out. So mm. maybe I'll mm. maybe I'll check it out at some point. So while we're on this topic of of Star Wars video games and to kind of close out the the podcast for the night. Mm -hmm. What's your favorite Star Wars game of all time? Don't don't even limit it to one. You can do two. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, don't hurt yourself. You can do two if you want. (laughs) Yeah, you can do two. So am I, well, tell me this though. Are we talking about like, like across all of LucasArts, like, like the past canon, the, you know, legends to now? From PlayStation Four to Atari, okay, um, or video game cabinets, whatever you want. Wow, man, that's a good question. I um, like because my reaction immediately. I mean, I think probably my knee jerk reaction is still going to be Shadows of the Empire. Like that was just to me such. To me, that was a Star Wars game. That was an expansion of like of. Star Wars, like of, of you reading a book or, or reading the comics or whatever you're doing. And plus it was at, to me, it was at that time where I had not seen com- graphics that looked that good. 
So, you know, somebody <laughs> yeah. hands me the, 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 I mean, really, it was like I go over to somebody's house and they're like, have you played, have you played the, this Nintendo 64? And I'm like, I've seen Mario. And they're like, have you played Star Wars? And I'm like, whoa, no, is the Star Wars game out? Cause I was back then, you know, this was before kids. This was before the internet was very popular. So I couldn't mm-hmm. get information immediately. You had to learn yeah, these things yeah. through word of mouth and, and TV. So I was aware of Shadows of the Empire, but I wasn't, I didn't know if it was out yet or if it was whatever. Cause that felt like that was, I was never going to be able to play that in the next year or so because that game system's too new. But. Yeah, so I get to play the Battle of Hoth, and it's it blew my mind. So no, I remember that. Yeah, yeah I mean, dude, because before that, and see, and that's what kind of you, when you say that, another knee jerk reaction is to say maybe the original, like the or not original, but the the Super Nintendo, the Super uh, Empire Strikes Back, or at least the Super Ooh. Star Wars series. Yeah, because yeah. those were my first loves, dude. Like that was the original way I was able to. Besides my toys, I was able to live out the Star Wars fantasy, like to be part of that universe. And as corny as it sounds, I mean, that was just how it was back then. We didn't have yeah. these awesome games with awesome graphics. You had that. And, and it was, to me, it was fine. So I played them over and over. Like I could speak to this day. People will sometimes, like I have friends that will ask me, like, dude, like play, like I played Empire. I was in Boston played Empire Strikes Back in front of somebody and probably played through the first three three or four levels. Like I know I got to like the later Han and Chewie levels and stuff like that. So it was like you know like you know, I mean it was a good chunk of the game. Maybe not half, but almost halfway or maybe half of the game. Just just play yeah. through it. Just to show them. Like it was just that they're so fun to me and, and so getting to do all that and you got to play the different characters. You know, I didn't I don't know, I guess I didn't the only way I was able to live the Battle of Hoth was through those games. And you remember the graphics were not so good. You know, the whole, the way the storm true, the, the storm, uh, the, uh, the snow speeders yeah. maneuvered and the, the big blue balls that shot out instead of lasers and all that crap. So, but, but in my head, I just, you know, in your head, you just made it, you just imagined it was like, oh, I'm in the movie. Whoa. You know, it was great. But then to, to actually play Shadows of the Empire, it blew my mind. But you got to do everything. You flew. You you were on the ground shooting at people. You were like Han Solo. You were this cool scoundrel character that had your own ship and a robot co-pilot. You know, you had these levels where you were fighting Boba Fett and IG-88. You had a huge space battle at the end of it. Um, I, the story was just good. I had the books. I had the comics, the toys. It was just a good time. So... So those were good. I mean, honorable mentions, maybe the Rogue Squadron series, because those were amazing. But I just love the fact that we used to have a well-rounded catalog of Star Wars games it, to choose from. Yeah, we did. And there's not many Star Wars games that I have not played. Um, yeah, I, I, feel, probably, I feel like I've played the majority of them now. You know, um, Maybe the, like, the one for, for the Atari that's your favorite. I can't remember the name of it. That's I can't your favorite? remember the name. No, the ones I haven't played. Oh, okay. I know you I've know, played probably the, the majority of them, but it's been on like emulators, and they're yeah, like yeah. Really and hated, don't you know? the only thing I haven't played is like the Tie Fighter versus X Wing game. That that series of games is for like PC. on the computer. The yeah, PC. back in the early nineties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, I played some of those, and those were like, I mean, those were cool, but it was like I barely played them. I didn't play yeah. them until until after. The sixty four and I well no wait no because I, I think the the first Star Wars PC game I was introduced to was it was Star Wars X Wing and then um and then I played Rebel Assault two I think yeah yeah it was, the, it was those crappy games on rails I call it you mm-hmm. know yeah. uh, I remember it like because my friend had a joystick so I'm flying trying to fly the Millennium Falcon out of this like, line or whatever and I'm like ah mm-hmm. and I crashed so many times it was ridiculous. Oh yes, I remember that game. I remember that game. Uh yeah, so before I name what my favorite Star Wars games are, I'm I'm going to say this off the bat. I'm not a traditional gamer. Like, you know, growing up I, I used to play all kind of games. Uh I'm I'm 42 now. I'm a distinguished gentleman, right? <laughs> so my full-time video game playing probably stopped after high school, when I started going to college and, you know, trying to get a job, blah, blah, blah. Uh, but not to say I, I didn't own consoles because I bought 
every iteration of the PlayStation and I had games that, that I do play consistently, but they're mainly licensed games like Star Wars games. I usually yeah. buy every Star Wars game and play it. Dude, I remember uh, we, I have real fond memories of like us at your original apartment that you and Tammy used to live at and we would play uh-huh. the, the games like <laughs> we'd rent Jedi power battles and, oh yeah, and the, oh, the yeah. original Star uh, episode oh, yeah. one game and stuff. I mean, just bad games that just we couldn't get because they were just so terrible, but we oh, wanted yeah. to play them. They were great. I, I remember that. Yep. <laughs> I remember X-Men that. Game. Games. Oh yeah, See, and that that's stuff. another thing. Marvel, DC games. Uh, yeah. You know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna play them. But so stuff like first person shooters, things like uh, Call of Duty. I've never, I, I've never played, and right. I, I only get that that experience from something like Battlefront. So if I say Battlefront is is one of my favorite games, or Battlefront Two, the one I'm playing now, Battlefront Two, is actually one of my favorite games because of I get to actually go shoot people from you know and play online so you're competing against other people which which makes it even better. Right. Um that that's just a very fun experience for me in little five to ten minute chunks. You you get to experience that Star Wars feeling but my my favorite all-time star wars game and i know i've probably said this on the show before is star wars galaxies and see that was a that was a series that i that passed me by like i was just never able to play it yeah and i I regret it like i wanted to play it so bad like one game i also didn't mention that that deserves an honorable mention was knights of the old republic and i felt like that was really the only thing close you know that i could play that was close to galaxies yeah but yeah, I, I really regret not getting to play that one. And that game, you know, had everything. Had John Williams music. You know, you got to pick your whether you're human, Trandoshan, Transdoshan, uh, whatever. Uh, <laughs> what was the other uh, Darth Maul species? Oh, Zabrak. Zabrak. Uh, God, there were several others. I can't remember. But you know, a, a Greedo kind of thing. I think was a. Uh, Tordaria? Yeah. No. Oh, oh you're talking about a Rodian. I was Rodian, Watto. Yeah. Sorry. What, was he a was was a Rodian one you could choose from? I can't remember. But you know, building your little guild and meeting up with people and just playing late into the night, chatting with your friends, all in this Star Wars universe mm-hmm. and doing, you know, raids with other people. Ah, oh, it was so fun. It was just so fun. And 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 the glue that held all that together, I think, was the Star Wars music. Because it played consistently throughout the whole game, hmm. you know, and, and just hearing that, you know, softly in the background as you're doing your adventures and and talking to your friends, it, you almost felt like you were a part of the Star Wars universe, you know. I mean, especially as the longer you played, your your character got more experience and n- got known on the servers that that you played on. Mm-hmm. You know, people started actually knowing who you were. I was Livenarp Celos. <laughs> I still use that name for a lot of stuff. I'd probably use something like something Cantrell because I'm an well, Allison Chains fan, and I always thought the, the word yeah. can, the the name Cantrell sounded like a Star Wars name. It does. Um, I couldn't come up with a name, so I just did the random name generator, and it came up with Livenarp. This is the first name, <laughs> Childish Cantino. <laughs> yeah, really, really. Uh, it, it, now I'm also playing Star Wars Galaxies of Heroes on my phone right now, you know, not right now, but currently. And that is a very fun time waster. Very fun time waster. Um, I play it every day, probably more than I should. <laughs> you remember, I try to get into the, the first one, the, uh, what was the first one that came out after you oh, had, the, with the Force the, Awakens the, and all that? Yeah, uh, Fall of the, no, what was it? Fall of the Republic or it was a game that was that that was so monotonous. Yeah, it was. I just I put it down. I couldn't. I had to stop playing it. So, so you're saying that uh, Galaxy of Galaxies of Heroes is not like that? Yeah, Galaxy is Galaxy of Heroes. Yeah, it is or isn't like that. No, it isn't. It's not a game like that. It's more of a build your army and fight other you know, people and, you know, build up your characters over time. Ah, um, I gotcha. And ships. Cause they, they brought in a ship, um, 
kind of component to it too. So it's really fun and, and I waste a lot of time with it. Um, more than I should, but it, it gives me my Star Wars gaming fix each and every day that I actually need to survive. But no, there's been a lot of good Star Wars games over the years. Uh, and it's hard to really narrow it down to one. But if I had to, it would be Star Wars Galaxies just because of the experiences I had. It was the first, uh, 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 MMORPG. Is that mm-hmm. what they're called? Yeah. Yeah. Um, massively multiplayer online RPG. It was one that was the first one I ever played, and it and it and I got hooked into it. And uh, yeah, my wife would be very mad at me because I'd be up at like one or two o'clock in the morning, you know. Uh, but I'm trying to take out this rancor with my friends, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Uh, give me a stem pack. I need a stem pack. It's killing me. <laughs> Man. Uh, that, that, that was some, fun, that was a fun game. That was a really, really fun game. And I wish it would come back, but the days of, of the MMORPGs are gone. I think. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's the old Republic, but I just can't like, yeah, some people get, get really attached to the old Republic era and I can't find myself to get that attached to it for yeah. some reason. And I don't know why. I guess that doesn't make me a purist, but it's, I just I just don't feel like that era interests me as much. I mean, it, it kind of does, and at times I, I'll have have bigger like peaks of interest in it. But yeah, for the most part, I'm just not into it. I'm more into the you know the Skywalker legacy era, you know, or the prequels to the stuff. Oh, I, I definitely agree. I definitely agree. All right, man. I think that's gonna wrap us up for the night. Um, as always, you can always find us uh, at OuterRimNews.com where we try to keep up with the latest Star Wars news and deliver it to one single website for you to come to every single day and uh, learn all about the latest breaking news in the world of Star Wars where we cover movie news, TV news, comic book news, book news, toy news, all the news, anything Star Wars related, we try to cover it. Uh, you can also find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash outer rim news, where we have a heavy Facebook following, um, on Twitter at outer rim news. And we're also on Instagram at, of course, at outer rim news. And I can't find it. I'm serious. Just scrolling through our conversation and cannot get to it. Oh gosh, I tried. I tried to like slow it down, and then I was like, and, I, "I was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get it. He's, he's, he's doing perfect. I'm gonna get this." And yeah. then, and then, nope, no, I can't find it. One job. He has one job. Well, see, I used to have it saved as a because uh, I'm on Candy's computer now, so it's like I had it saved as an article I could just pull up from my my ORN folder. Oh, so I need to uh, do that again. Uh huh. So. Basically, he's looking for the copyright information so that uh, we don't get in trouble with anybody. And he's almost there. He's almost there. You're going to cut all this out for sure. (laughs) No, I'm not going to cut this out. I'm not cutting this out. You better cut this out. I'm I'm, I'm lazy editing tomorrow because, yeah, I'm I'm very much lazy editing. Everything's going. Everything's going to be put in there. I hate you. Yeah, I know. I know. But I'll so keep you going to send it to me or? <laughs> oh, well, you're waiting on me to send it to you. Yeah. <laughs> I can't find it. It must, it's just like, it must be way too far in the past. Oh my gosh. I, I thought you were actually looking for it. So now I, I got to go find it. Now I got to go find it. <laughs> oh, geez. Oh my gosh. This is, this is, uh, this is good. So all those that are waiting for this, this information. You're going to be highly uh, impressed when you see it. Oh, I got and it. You should have I got it. Whoa, no, wait. No, 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 no. No, I just threw it up there to you. So if you scroll all the way down, it's, okay. it should be there in your messenger. I am Drum roll, please. <laughs> the drums are dying. And remember, this podcast is nice. <laughs> <laughs> okay remember this podcast is not endorsed or supported by disney or lucasfilm it's all for entertainment purposes <laughs> I, don't know. I hear i think i i hear you snickered in the background i'm not saying anything yeah you're not saying anything okay 
Here, I'll start over. And also remember, the podcast is not endorsed or supported by Disney or Lucasfilm. It's all for entertainment purposes, so all the names and sounds we use are copyright and registered trademarks of Disney and their respective copyright holders. <laughs> there. Oh, awesome. Again, I will not be cutting any of that out. This will all be staying in the podcast tonight. This has been the longest podcast we've ever done because of this. Um, I kid, I kid. So, in your travels this week... For Star Wars, um, I'm taking the easy one, and I'm saying don't miss Star Wars Resistance, <laughs> No Escape Part Two, the season finale, which comes on Disney at ten o'clock Sunday night. And Austin. also, and I say also, <laughs> yeah, and I say people need to go check out the new book that's out because it is sneaking out, and I feel like people aren't paying attention. Queen Shadow, it's the new book about Padme. Check it out. Yeah, I can't wait to talk to you about that one. It's, it's interesting. Yeah, I can't wait to read it. I'm I'm about to dig into it because I'm I'm actually like a chapter away from wrapping up a book I'm in now. So mm-hmm. boom, about to jump in. Yeah. All right. Well, with that said, that's going to do it for us this week on the Outer Rim News for the week of uh, what is this? March fourteenth, 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 two thousand nineteen. May the force be with you. Peace.